Hi, I'm Renee Crandall, and you're listening to the Wake Up Your Life podcast, a personal development podcast for women where we'll discuss how to live intentionally today and every day. I want to be a better version of myself this year than I was last year, five years from now versus five years ago, and I want to encourage you in that same journey. I hope my words each week leave you feeling inspired and empowered to wake up your life and go after who you truly desire to be. I'm in this with you to coach you and cheer you on. I believe in you. Let's go. Hey, I want to ask you a question. How does the space change or how does the energy shift when you enter the room? How do you impact the people you come into contact with? What's your intention for your interactions with other people, whether it's people you know really well or whether you're around complete strangers? Being intentional and thinking about how we affect the space that we come into and how we shift the energy simply based on our own energy that we're bringing into it or our own perspective or our own objective going into an interaction with people or entering a room is really powerful. And To be honest, I feel like it's something that people don't really think about. I think people just show up and they wait for people to meet them where they are or they're more passive in waiting for other people to be the temperature of the room or to change the energy of the room. And there's the saying that you should be a thermostat, not a thermometer. So you should set the temperature of the room. You shouldn't just take on whatever energy is present in the space that you're in. And it's something that I think about a lot and is very core to who I am and my perspective on the interactions that I have with other people. And it started years ago, actually, specifically when I was in high school. When I was in elementary and middle school, I I don't really remember exactly how my perspective or my personality impacted the space that I was around. I would say that the friends that I had when I was really young were all energetic and, you know, more outgoing and optimistic. But we were little, so life was pretty easy. So there weren't really like a lot of things that we were necessarily complaining about or stressed about. But as I got older, that became a little bit, I became more aware of the energy when I would enter a room. And I think that comes with just being in high school and having a completely different level of self-awareness that can also lead to some new insecurities and feeling like you don't belong in a space or whatever it may be. You just become really heightenedly aware of where you fit or where you feel you may not fit. At least that was the case for me. And here's what I noticed. And this is when it became very evident of, wow, I I want to be a certain way when I enter into interactions with other people or whenever I enter a room. And so I was in high school. And high school was hard. It was, I say it's the hardest four years of my life. Um, but I'm very grateful for it. And this it also, I want to say I'm not, I don't want to just complain about how bad high school was. It it grew me, and there's a lot that I took away from it for sure. Um, but it was hard. I had moved to a new city right before high school, and I went to a high school that was a small high school. So a lot of the people that were there had been friends with their classmates since elementary school. I mean, they had been in class forever together. And so I was definitely the new kid. I loved Jesus. That was rare. So I was the new kid that loved Jesus. And there's stigmas around that when you're in high school, especially. So it was just, it was really challenging. And I went through different things with people that created some deeply rooted insecurities. 
um, for lack of better terms. There were just experiences that I went through that would make me feel extremely insecure or really self-conscious or question who I was or what my strengths were. And it was just a lot. I mean, teenage girls, it's an experience for sure. Um, but I got through it and we're doing okay. We're okay. But anyway, when I was in that high school stage, how I felt around people became a really strong feeling, I guess. And it would be very evident to me if I felt insecure or self-conscious around someone or if I felt really comfortable around someone and didn't feel judged. And having kind of those two separate emotions, it was very much like, and it was very clear. I mean, if there were certain people I was around, I would immediately feel self-conscious or judged or whatever. And if I was around other people, I would feel comfortable and like I could be myself and that I was seen and that they actually cared about me as a person. And I noticed there was a consistency in the individuals that I felt really comfortable around. And the consistency was that they were really joyful and they were outgoing and they, I could tell they loved their life and they, they cared about other people. But the biggest thing was they made it about the other person when they entered that space or when they were around me or other people. And by them doing that, it made me feel really comfortable because I think specifically in high school, we're all wrapped up in our own perspective of like, what are people thinking about me? Like I'm dealing with insecurities. Like, is this person judging me? Am I good enough? Like, do I have friends? Am I popular? Like whatever it is. So everyone's just in their head. Like we're all narcissistic to some degree. We think about ourselves a lot, right? So when I would engage and be in interactions with people, who I could tell were thinking about all those things, that made me think about all those things myself. It's like if they're judging themselves and they're naturally going to be judging me. And it was just like this spiral. But when I would interact with people who would immediately like jump into a, a positive conversation and it wasn't about complaining or it wasn't about someone else, like gossip was such, I mean, it is such a big thing still, but specifically in high school, it's like, I would have a conversation with someone and then they'd immediately start talking about someone else and judging them and complain about them. And then I would feel super uncomfortable because I'm thinking, well, what are you going to point out about me? You know, there were just a lot of insecurities that I was working through. And so the individuals who made me feel really comfortable were those that had things to talk about and brought energy to the conversation and just had this lightness about them where it was like, we would be having a conversation and they would be asking me intentional questions about my life or share something funny that happened to them that day. And there was just a lightheartedness to the conversation where it made me feel so comfortable because if they were creating conversation and it wasn't just on me to come up with what to talk about or what to share, but they genuinely cared about the conversation and wanted to be present and share positive things or just have an, a, an energetic, joyful spirit, it put me at ease because I think in my mind, I was processing it as if they're joyful and they have this lightness about them and they just are genuinely kind, then they wouldn't make me feel bad. They wouldn't point out an insecurity. They wouldn't talk about things in a way that would make me feel less than or judged or whatever because that wasn't from the get-go of conversation. It was evident that that's not how they viewed other people and that's not how they viewed life. So I felt safe. I felt like I could let my guard down and my mind didn't have to be in fight or flight of like, are they going to say something? Or like, are they going to point out an insecurity of mine or judge me for something? Or 
you know, do I have to be prepared on like how to defend myself or like, what am I going to say if they say this? And like, that, that's that constant mental fight or flight moment that is super draining. And I feel is like all of high school and sometimes can feel like it's a lot of adult life as well. But for the individuals that I was around where they had such a positive outlook on life and when they would enter a space, they'd bring more energy with them. I loved it. I was so drawn to it. It made me feel comfortable. It made me feel safe. I felt like it was those individuals where I didn't have to be so in my head. And I remember thinking, I want to make other people feel this way. I want when other people interact with me to walk away feeling filled with affirmation. I want them to see more of the good in their life or life in general. I want them to not feel like I'm judging them in any way or whatever it may be. I really want when people interact with me to walk away feeling better. And it's it's simple. I mean, sometimes it's they feel better in big ways because there has been a lot of words affirmation or it's a small thing where I just ask the cashier, how's their day going? Or like what new products at Trader Joe's are they really loving? Or do they have any plans for the weekend? Like we're all human. We all really appreciate when people ask us intentional questions and when they can be there listening to us and engage in conversation and not just make it about themselves. And it was being around people that brought that joy wherever they went and and shifted the energy in their room in such a positive way that really helped grow my desire to be that for other people because we're all so desperate to feel seen. And I think we're also desperate to feel loved and to just not feel judged. I mean, our society, there's so much judgment. There's so much comparison. There's there's so much mental distress, if you will, where people are in their heads constantly and thinking about the worst case scenario and if they measure up and if they're good enough. And it's like, can we just remind people how good they are and call out the good that's in them and affirm what's beautiful and talk about what's growing instead of just joining into the conversation, whatever it may be, if it's not life-giving. Like I think there's this default in us of this is what people are talking about. So I have to talk about it too. And it's like, actually, no, you don't. On that note though, if someone is talking about something that they're complaining about or um, that's hard for them or whatever it may be, don't be the conversation police. Like I'm even preaching to myself in this. Like don't tell people what they can and cannot talk about. Just set an example. Don't engage in the conversation. Or you can change the topic or you can share a perspective of yours that's positive and not negative on whatever it is they're talking about. Like, we don't need to be policing each other, first of all. Like, there, we have enough of that going on in society, and that's not serving anybody, and it's just making people feel bad. And yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on it. But that being said, you can live a you can live in a way where you're the example of you don't have to add fuel to the fire of negativity or judgment or gossip or whatever it is. And really, at the end of the day, like, the way that I look at it is I want to be the kind of person that I would want to be around. I don't like being around negative people. I really don't. I don't like being around people who talk about all the things that they're afraid of or all the things that are wrong with the world or America or their marriage or their life or whatever it is. And and it's like there's and, – and you know the difference, right? Like I don't have to over-explain. There's individuals where it's it's 
It's very different when someone's talking about something hard that they're going through or if they're processing a stress or a fear or a difficulty in their marriage or their career or whatever, right? Like we for sure get to be real and vulnerable and talk about things we're going through. I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. But there's a difference between talking about it from a cathartic perspective of being vulnerable with another person and maybe hearing their perspective or just emoting because you need to feel like you're in a trusted space and to know that you can trust that person with the information and and heal and grow and move forward or just know that there's people in your life that support you, right? Like that's one element, but it's very different when people constantly have negativity as their narrative on everything in life, right? And so that's part of What's really draining for me is being around people where literally no matter what's going on in their life, it's like they're determined to be miserable. And that's, that's really hard. It's it's hard for me to continue to pour into that when they're determined to have the perspective that they do on life that's not healthy and that doesn't seem to be changing in any way. And so the negativity piece is huge. And then you know, even just like fear and anxiety is another big thing. Like people have so many stresses. They have so many fears. They have so many anxieties. You know, a lot of people are depressed. It's like, I don't need to feed into that. I really don't. So even if I'm feeling those things, like I have, I have very few people who I genuinely share my stresses, my concerns, my fears, my overwhelms with, because I don't want to be known as the person that's constantly overwhelmed or fearful. And I think the things that do stress me out or create fear in my mind or overwhelm me or whatever, like those things are, are things that I don't just want to talk about all the time because it's it's not going to help me feel better. But if I have a few people in my life who have a perspective of believing that bad seasons don't stay bad forever or can speak truth into my circumstances or can remind me of God's presence and what's difficult, like that's that's what I'm drawn to. And that's who I want to be talking about those things to. I don't just want to talk about it to anyone simply for the sake of feeling connected to someone. Like, you know, it's easy to complain with people. And sometimes you can look back and think, wow, I only have a relationship with this person or this coworker or this acquaintance or this friend because all we do is complain. And it's it's just not helpful. And it's really draining. And so that's where like, yeah, I'll be honest, but I'm, I try to be conscientious of what my tone is for, for the individuals. If I'm talking about something that's difficult, um, you know, I'm, I try to be conscientious of how I'm talking about it. If they're a person that isn't in my, my specific core of people that I'm really, really honest and vulnerable with, you know, I might, I might share like, yeah, like I totally feel the same way. Like, yep. I feel the overwhelm of X, Y, and Z or whatever's going on in the world or like, yeah, that what, what's going on with that client is super frustrating. But I try and I try and like shift the energy a little bit, even in those conversations of like, yeah, you know, that client conversation was super frustrating and they really didn't understand what I was trying to communicate. And, you know, it was defeating, but I'm just going to try and not take it personal because maybe they had a bad day or maybe they just weren't ready to hear that information or didn't like the answer that I had for whatever reason. And it really has nothing to do with me. Like having that be the tone of the conversation, one kind of ends the conversation I've noticed because people don't know what to say after that. But two, it's also really honest. Like I'm acknowledging like, yeah, I have emotion too and I can get frustrated about things, but I don't just want to stay there. I don't just want to stay in that emotion. I want to evolve. I want to grow out of it because if I just walk around angry and negative and bitter all the time and want the world to know all the things I'm upset about and complain about, like that's just going to hurt myself. 
Like it, it's it's not going to help anyone and it's only going to develop more of a bitter, pessimistic mentality in my life. So when I've been around people who are joyful and who are energetic and who have positive things to say and who try to have a mentality of assuming positive intent, I mean, that's a big one. That's a hard one for sure. But it helps me remember, oh my gosh, like that's what I love being surrounded by. I love being surrounded by that joy. I love when people share funny stories and there's things that we can laugh about. I love when people point out the good that's happening in their life. I I immensely appreciate when people who are going through a hard season talk about what's still good and what's still abundant. Like these are all the things that I'm super drawn to and because I'm drawn to them, that's what I want to cultivate in the spaces that I enter. I want to bring that joy. I want to bring that positivity. I want to bring laughter. I want people to feel appreciated and and accepted and it just it goes such a long way for me personally and I hope that those that I do come into contact with, whether you've known me my whole life or whether you meet me for five minutes, that I bring that energy and that kindness because that in my heart is how we truly love people. And I think it's how we create change. I mean, those that don't just fall into the status quo of this is how we need to be because the whole world is like this or like you know, it kind of goes back to the limiting beliefs. And I had a podcast all about limiting beliefs that you can check out, but it's really about, you know, what are some of the narratives that you're telling yourself that you're using as, um, I guess, in a sense, as an excuse or telling yourself that's a lie. And when in reality, like the truth of who you are or the truth of your circumstance is different. It's not what you're telling yourself. It's not the limiting belief. And so having the intentionality of just thinking about, what is the energy you're bringing to the space? How are you affecting people when you interact with them? And thinking about how do you want to grow and develop certain aspects of your personality to align with the way you want to impact a room and the way you want to impact the people you're around. And I'll also say this, it takes work. It can be really draining. I have had a lot of situations in my life where I am the only one that's joyful wanting to talk about something positive, trying to bring affirmation or encouragement. And it is as if everyone is just trying to snuff it out and just not interested in it. And that happens, right? Like being light in the world or bringing the joy or reminding people what's good or speaking life and light and positivity is not normal. It's really not. So you're swimming against the current. You're going against what culture and society is telling you to do or telling you what's acceptable or telling you what's normal. So it comes down to knowing your why. Why are you wanting to be energetic or joyful or positive or whatever it is when you're interacting with other people? For me, and this has been, this is a hard one, is sometimes it can be because I want people to like me. And people pleasing is something that I have struggled with for a very long time and in, in, in different seasons, I struggle with it more than others and it's, it's always a journey that I'm working on and really trying to process why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. But to take on those characteristics and to positively impact the space that you come into thinking, I just want people to like me because this is what people will be drawn to that's going to drain you really fast because you're going to be looking at it from the perspective of what you're gaining from who you are and how you're affecting the the space that you're in. And for me, what has drastically changed 
my ability to maintain that energy and that perspective in situations with other people is I'm here to serve them. I'm here to love them well or just to show them that life is good and there's things to laugh about and things to smile about and I want to affirm them and remind them that they're awesome and that there's a lot of amazing and good ahead for them, right? Like I'm wanting to look at it from the perspective of how am I there to serve them instead of how is this mentality going to serve me and get people to like me? And so I say that just as also reminding and encouraging myself, like the reason to be the people that we want to be around and to figure out like how do we develop and exercise those muscles is not just so people will like us. Like, and I'll be very honest, like my natural, joyful, optimistic, encouraging mentality is not always received well. I have had a lot of people in my life who do not receive it well. They label it as fake. They will shut me down mid-conversation. They'll walk away mid-conversation. Like, it's not always received and it doesn't always equate to people liking me anyway. So if that was my objective of I'm joyful and, I, and I'm optimistic and I want to encourage people because I just want everyone to like me, like there's going to be people who aren't and there's going to be people who will make it very evident and it happens and it has happened. But if my mentality going into things is thinking, how do I just help that person's day be a little bit better? Like, I don't know what they're going through. You know, and this is more in the space of, people that we don't know as well. You know, I think there's a, there's for sure a lot to say with people that we're super close to, like family and friends. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying, where like the people that I'm super close to, there is a different level of vulnerability of like, if they're asking me what's going on, like I'm going to be super real and be like, it's actually been a really hard day or a hard month, or I feel like I'm in a really difficult season and I need to talk about it. Like for sure, I will be very, very honest, but there's a time and a place. And an example for me would be like if I'm having a bad day or a bad week or a bad month and a coworker is like, hey, like how's your day going? I'm not going to like be super vulnerable with them and tell them everything that's going on. Like because one, I don't even know if they would know how to respond to that. And two, it's just not – it's not the healthiest thing for me and it, it also isn't super comfortable for me also. So instead, it's like, okay, the way that I look at, you know – people that I am not as close to, it's with the mentality or the perspective of how can I serve them or make their day better. And so it's trying to like see the good or talk about like the blessings in my life or like the things that are going well or, or asking them about the things that are going well in their life or, you know, making it more focused on like how their day is or what they're interested in or what weekend plans they have, right? Like, and creating conversation off of that, but not just waiting for people to come to me and not just waiting for people to ask me questions so that I can like dump on them all the things that I'm going through. You know, I mean, I think there's a lot of layers there. You know, I think some people may do that with people that they don't know very well because they don't have a community around them of individuals that they can trust and find support with. And and so that can for sure be a component. But I, I try and compartmentalize like if I'm having a, a bad day or I'm having a crappy week, like that's not my barista's fault. That's not my coworker's fault. It's not my boss's fault. And so I'm not going to dump that energy on them, right? Like especially if the interaction I have with them is only just a few minutes long. Like I want to look at that interaction of how can I make this better and how can I be joy and how can I be light and how can I just like 
lift the energy of the space that I'm in, if it's for five minutes or five hours. Just being intentional with how are you shifting that space and what version of energy are you bringing and being real with yourself of thinking, okay, what's the intention behind why I want to be this way and why I want to treat people the way that I do. And I wholeheartedly believe that being intentional with being that light in the world and thinking about situations when you're around other people through the lens of how can I best serve them, that changes the world. It really does because it allows people to walk away encouraged and it allows people to walk away feeling better. And if you feel better and if you interact with someone and they blessed you in that moment or they brought light into your day, like you, you'll carry that with you. You'll carry that with you through maybe it's the next 30 minutes, maybe it's the next week, whatever it may be. Like those moments, we all have them. We can all point to them. Like when we've interacted with someone, we're like, wow, that person made my day better. It's a game changer. And so when individuals can be more like that to other people and we have more of that mentality and that others focused of how can I be present with this person or how can I serve this person? And how can I make people feel comfortable when they're around me? Or how can I make people feel affirmed and encouraged and cheered on? That's amazing. It's unstoppable. You know, I mean, it's, a, it's that domino effect of if I can brighten someone's day and that person, you know, maybe they felt like they were under a bit of a rain cloud and then like the sun kind of came out and they're feeling a bit better, like that's going to be the catalyst. Like they're going to then impact someone else more positively. And then that person's going to impact that person more positively. And it's this ripple effect that's so beautiful. So there's a lot of impact in just taking a minute and thinking about how does the space shift and how does the energy change when you enter a room? And if you're thinking, I want that energy to shift in a positive way and I want to bring more joy and I want to bring more energy, then think about how can you best serve the people that you're around? And when you have that perspective of how you can best serve other people or how you can brighten other people's day, it goes a really long way. And in the beginning, it'll kind of feel weird because that's just, like I said, not normal and not how people approach social situations and the spaces that they're a part of, but it'll become more natural and you'll start to see the impact and you'll start to see the good and the beauty that comes from the intentionality of being present with people and looking at the lives of those that you're around and wanting to be that bright spot. And when you see that impact, it's really encouraging. And you'll have more and more ways that you can be that light in this world and be encouraged. So I hope that this just helps you think about different ways that your energy affects people and affects the world and empowers you to be present with those in your life and be the blessing in their day. 